But these guys on the other track, I've got attraction. That's how I got started, Ron. Right there, that Ford that's pulling up. That's how I got my start. Right, that kind of tractor. So that's like the closest thing to a farm stock tractor we're going to have here today. It is. It is. Over here on the light modified side, 6,000-pound modifieds, Daryl Zimmerman, V-12, Allison Aircraft. Oh, the old Raging Thunder putting it on Daryl Zimmerman quick there. Now, he is the first puller. First puller in each class has the option to keep their hook. He can keep that distance, or he can tell that 300-foot flag, but nope, I don't want it. I'm going to turn it down and come back and try again. But only the first puller in each class has that option. Well, one thing, folks, I'm kind of the technical guy. This first light limited mod comes out with the big old single-cut tires. So you can see him really churning up the track, put a lot of dirt in front of the pan. So some of the other ones will be uh, double cut tires. Okay, here we go with the Ford, folks. Going to be Ed or Otter. Going to be a hardcore entry out of Chamberlain, Pennsylvania. And let's see here. Kind of had the sled in the way. I'm not sure exactly what happened down there. We had a puff of smoke. Now, he is under 100 foot. Now, Fred, the story on this tractor, they just came out here and bought this tractor this week. Okay. And they, they got it purchased, didn't get here soon enough yesterday to get okay, signed in the pool. this is the one that got yeah. in late. This is the one that okay. came. They just bought the tractor. They've never made a hook with it yet. Yeah. Now... These tractors here, I'm going to guess, originally was a 401 cubic inch for any of you folks that care. They're single charger. They're a three-inch charger. They're 8,200 pounds. Matter of fact, this tractor's coming to the track with 20.838s. Uh, uh, that's the tire size that they can use. So he is the test puller. He can make a second attempt. He can even turn that down and come back later in the class. So here we go, folks. All the way out of Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. All right, Ford fans. Okay, the boys. Yeah, so that's a famous name of the sport of pulling for Ford tractors, the Forrester family out of Pennsylvania. It's his grandson, one of Forrester's grandsons, so outstanding. That's what there. I was wondering when I seen the blue and Pennsylvania. That's what I kind of was putting together. Okay, 245 feet, 40 hundreds, folks. Hey, real quick, Fred, I got last night's winner of the 4x4 modified truck class. Actually, father and son went one and two. Ted Skelton and Tim Skelton, you drive the bone and you drive the rock. That's right. So I had to I had to refigure re it all in my head a little bit. So what we're doing, we're going to be doing trophy presentations throughout the day. The local snap-on dealers from northern area Colorado have some parts, so Tim, you came out with the bone and laid one down there, and you had the lead by about two feet. You went 305. Is that right? Yeah, I went 305. At the time, the leader was uh, 290. I came in, went 305. Had a good run. Uh, we just got that motor back together and got it in the truck Wednesday night. So I laid a pass down. We got done, got it back to the hauler, came the mile and a half back up here, told Dad, all right, this is what we need to do. He went out, laid down a run, and drove right past me. He did an awesome job. What do you think of Colorado so far, Tim? 
Well, the, the thin air has got me huffing and puffing like a fat guy, but uh, the trucks do the same thing. So, Gage Ott, the Warhawk out of Norfolk, Nebraska. Oh, yeah, 1940s vintage Allison V12 aircraft engine. Taking it up the hill there. So you were talking about you're huffing and puffing like a fat guy. What about the fat guys? How do you think we're feeling? <laughs> yeah, well, the, the trucks act the same way. In regards to the thin air, you got to make adjustments. And if you don't, it'll it'll bite you in the butt. And we we sat down, took our time, made the adjustments in the pits, and it, it paid off. Yes, it did. Chad, great pass. Now, were you the last hook? I can't remember last night because we're worried about rain and everything else coming in. I was the last hook before the rain. So we saved the best for the last in your class last night. Well, apparently it worked out that way for me. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So you are a Grand National Champion, correct? No, I never was Grand National Champion. I was Enderly Champion, Regional Champion, State Champion. Um, I've won at all levels except Grand National. We finished third. That's the best we ever done there. But you've won Louisville. I won Louisville. I won Cloverdale twice. I had a great time with that. So you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Well, we're not beginners at this, that's for sure. Anybody you want to thank here tonight? We definitely got to thank Tommy Tamoyan. Turn that motor around so we can get it back in the bone. Um, Sonny's State Barker. Uh, Rick Andretti's at home. Walter's Farms helps us get out here um, with some fuel. And K3 Tire did a great job with their tires. It's a joint effort with Tim and I. He, he sets the trucks up. He's the, he's the guru behind the chassis setup taking the fuel away from making the motors run out here in the thin air, and I just go A to B, and he tells me how to do it. I guess I did all right. I drove right past him last night. Yep. We got we to gotta get back to pulling. Thank you, guys. Congratulations, and we'll see you a little bit later tonight. Watch for the bone in the rock. Two, 256.06 for Gary Cavanaugh, defending points champion in the 3200 Super Field class. He's currently leading the points right now. Gage Ott, the Warhawk. The Allison Modified went 330.57. He currently sits number two in the light modified points. Back on the west side, folks, we are going to go back to the 3200 RPM class. Now, with this, uh, if you've got a 466 uh, cubic inch motor, you can run 3,200 RPM. Now, if it's a 466 up to 505, they turn it back to 3,000 RPM. Uh, they do have a device that they can actually monitor the RPM. So the guys have got to have a sensor and so forth, and they can read that, and they are recording it as they go down the track. And so if they get over the 3,000 or 3,200, depending upon the cubic inch of the engine. So next Hello. up here. Now, Fred, we just watched Gage Ott take the lead in the light modified class. This tractor called the Warhawk out of Norfolk, Nebraska. This is his brother, Blake Ott, his older brother. This tractor called the Frequent Flyer, also from Norfolk, Nebraska. This is your current points leader in the class. This tractor, okay. all newly redesigned chassis. They saved the motor from the old Frequent Flyer, sold the chassis, went back east to New York. Blake built an old new chassis for this tractor, and it's working great. It's got him in the number one spot right now in the points. Uh, the all-new and improved fr frequent flyer. Looks like he's going to come up short of his little brother's mark. 
little brother found a spot on the track, Ron, and the sled just kept it going. So, the 298.55 feet. He'll move into the number two spot, but well short of the Warhawk by Gage Hot. Okay, Jason Sweeter, the demonstrator out of Lenox, South Dakota. They call it the demonstrator because of the gold hood. That was a promotion back in the 70s. Yeah, that's last night's winner yeah, here as well. Thank you to all you fans for coming out today. Thank you to our title sponsor, PDC Energy. It is so good to see all you people out here and no clouds in the sky. Uh, that rain really bummed all of us out last night. So who came here last night? Raise your hand. Thank you for coming back out again today. Yeah, you guys. You guys were here. So don't forget there's food and beer and soda and T-shirts and hats, everything you need up there on the main level. Stay, don't go to the top to the American flag. Yesterday, Ron and I went up there and a couple of real, real county sheriffs came up to say hi to us. So we decided to, uh, they asked us what we were doing up there, but... We, the they were very friendly, and, Jason. They were very friendly, yep. They didn't have to take their guns out. We did what we were told. Uh, we, the outlaw truck and tractor pullers, are super excited to, to be here in Windsor, Colorado, to bring the great sport at the national level to all of you fans here in Windsor, Colorado, here at the Rocky Mountain Nationals Truck and Tractor Pull. And we just can't thank you all enough. We expect that hillside to continue to fill up with people here today as the day goes on. What a beautiful day for, for truck and tractor pulling here in Windsor, Colorado. Need a pull-off. Need a pull-off on the modified tractor side. Need a pull-off vehicle. Okay. I don't know I don't forgot the distance right here, but I think they're telling me uh, 284 and 23 on uh, the man out of Lenox, South Dakota with the demonstrator. So we need a pull-off vehicle on the track. Need a pull-off vehicle on the modified tractor side. Yeah, we said all those nice things about the NT Club yesterday, Ron. I better, I got to fire them up again. So, got to fire them up again. Keep our super field class going, folks. We have over 140 trucks and tractors to hook for you here today. And our goal with the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pullers is to have something going down the track pretty much at all times. We we pull one track, we hook the other track, and we keep everything moving. So. Day two is always smoother for a, a brand new event like this. Everybody kind of gets a feel for everything. All of our track equipment, our track workers, everything like that get going as well. So makes me happy to see all that happen. Um, the white lines you see out here, they're for out of bounds. If any part of the pulling vehicle itself will touch that. They Jason, out you're of out of bounds right now, buddy. You're okay, out of bounds. Sorry. Fred, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm talking too much, Patch. Out of Wiggins, Colorado. No, we aren't. Asylum. Jacob McCullough on the 66 Series Fireball. All right, I think he's going to step behind Jason Sweeter's demonstrator. So, fans, this, this Iron Man sled raised roughly about 30,000 pounds empty, and you see that weight box that comes up in there. There are 2,000-pound bricks in there. So right now in this class, it looks like there's a one, maybe an extra couple thousand pounds in there. As that weight box goes up, it trips a lever, and it drops a whole pan of that sled into the ground. And that's why you see these big grouser marks, because underneath the pan can you guys are hear big me now? metal pieces of angle Ron, iron that are hooked on there. So you can see Kevin's dropping the pan about right here. So that tractor pulled that sled another 20, 25 feet under a full load. Now some of the classes with bigger horsepower that box could be full of weight as the day goes on as well. 
Fred, what do you got for a distance? All right, the distance uh, okay. for uh, Jacob uh, McCullough out of Wiggins, Colorado. The asylum goes uh, 272 at 70. Right so right now, that's so going to put him in the number two spot behind yeah. Jason Sweeters, the demonstrator out of Lennox, South Dakota, at 284.73. And uh, right now, your number three is Gary Cavanaugh, the Red Edge out of Laurel, Nebraska. And your fourth right now is the new tractor out of uh, Pennsylvania uh, on the Ford. So right now, I've got two yet to go. One out of Greeley, Colorado, and the other one out of Hopkins, Nebraska. And then real quick, I just want to – the pullers will move the sled from side to side. There's a little orange cone back there. And somebody on their crew Hello. move that hey, sled, that cone, minute, okay, and when the sled operator backs up, they will put it on that. So there's more than just jumping on these folding vehicles and giving it throttle. It's tire pressure, gear selection, where they hang the weights on the front, the mid, the back, and also reading the track as well. Hey, guys, I was just playing a replay there of the uh, of from Wednesday, Saturday night in Windsor, waiting for Ron to get on. Ryan, Ron's messaging me right now. Um, but you should you should be able to hear me now. I turned the volume off on the video. I'll continue to let the video pull. Um, yeah, it takes about 10 seconds, Mark. So you should be able to hear just me and Alan talking now. Alan, can you say hi to everybody? Hi. So let me know if you can hear Alan and I. I turned off the volume to the video. Um, we start the show at 7 o'clock every night. I've been starting up 10 minutes early now and playing some replays from outlawpolling.tv. I know a lot of you like to watch video. And then we'll leave the video play in the background as well while we talk to our guests. So tonight we're going to have Alan Andrews. Okay, thank you, Russ. Alan Andrews, your 2022 Super Farm Points champion. Did you guys go one and two, Alan, you and the boys? No, one and three. One and three. Who snuck in there? Red Rodgers. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, Alan, um, how long – I mean, first of all, congratulations you and your sons. You guys were very, very uh, – very, very competitive all season long. I got to announce a few times the state fair and then out in Windsor. But, I've, of course, I'm always paying attention to all the results on the Outlaw app. And uh, you guys had a heck of a season, but you guys have been pulling a long time, Alan. And you seem to know what, how you're doing. I got to interview Brady Saturday night. So I don't know you as well as Ron does. So can you tell me, like, who's all related to you and, you know, different things like that so I understand everything? Um, Brady and Chad are my sons. And uh, we got the two tractors, and that's kind of our it for our deal. I mean, that's just a couple tractors. Okay, I thought maybe you were like an Omer Mafia, and he had like 17 of you. So No, no, no. <laughs> I leave that to them. <laughs> so you have – you guys, you have Bruley Buck, and what's the other tractor? Dakota Deer. Okay, and which one won the points? Dakota Deer. Dakota Deer did, okay. Now, do you always drive that one, and the boys take turn on the Bruley Buck, or how does it work? Yeah, I drive that all the time, and then while well, they came up, uh, I kind of split driving with them, and then as time went on, my cousin got a tractor, and then we kind of worked on that for him, and next thing you know, he kind of wanted to get out of it, so I bought that tractor. Me and a buddy of mine, Leonard Paulson, bought that together, and then as time went on, he wanted to do something else, too, so we just ended up owning the whole thing. Awesome, awesome. If you're just joining us, it's Tuesday. It's September 6th. I'm waiting for my gracious co-host, Ron, to jump on as well, because he knows everybody better than I do, but I'm not afraid to talk. So our first guest tonight is Alan Andrews, uh, the driver of the Dakota Deer. They won the 2022 Super Farm Points Champion, and we crowned that champion effectively after Windsor, Colorado. So they're done with their outlaw hooks. You, um, are you going to do any more pulling this year? Or, no, you guys kind of 
you really can't go anywhere else with that turbocharger, right, Alan? You're pretty much done for the year, right? We we pulled in Grand Island. Oh, you did. Okay, that's where you finished it up then. Okay. Yes, we finished Grand Island, and then we went uh, then we went home, and that's it for the year. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Well, what a season! What a season, Alan. Between the two tractors, how many uh, Outlaw Points Championships do you guys have? Six. Six. How long you how long you been pulling you think? I started pulling se- 1975. 1975. And then did your dad get you hooked in this sport as well or how did you get your start? Uh just going to the local county fairs and that, you know, local stuff and we started pulling farm tractors at uh 4H tractor pulling, you know, back in the day. Yep. And then did that in 1975 uh, and then went through high school. And didn't do much pulling then, you know, did the sport thing and, you know, whatever, girl chasing, you know, how it goes. I do. <laughs> yeah. You know, basic, the basic grown up boy deal. And then, uh, then in 1980, dad had a 4440 that I started pulling farm stock with. Okay. And we pulled that up to 88. Then the block and the tractor got bad and he traded off for a 4650, put a loader on it. So a friend of mine let me use his 1066 one summer. Or 1466. I pulled that in, I think it was 90, I believe, 89. In 1990, I bought the uh, Dakota deer out of the junkyard out of Wall, Iowa. And we started pulling Nebraska bush, 91, 92. And then uh, we kept pulling bush up till quite a few years. In 95, Iowa, Iowa had a, put a super farm class in. Okay. Uh, Iowa, and then there's a group out of Minnesota that was with us. Then there's a group out of Wisconsin. Badger State guys. Yeah. I, yeah. I know them guys. Yeah. Yeah. All, all them. There's, I, I pulled back then, there's probably six to eight of them, probably. Okay. You know, that was pulling. And uh, all Region 3 over here, and I think it's Region 5 over there. I remember I had a Region 4. I, I remember what exactly region it was. And uh, Ken Lamping and Dennis Goodwin. Kind of got us into NTPA and got us a sanctioned class, and and uh, kind of the rest of the history after that. Neat, neat. I like it a lot. Um, if you're just joining us, to uh, Alan Andrews, 2022 Outlaw Super Farm Points Champion, joining us tonight, just kind of getting his polling history right now. If you have any comments or questions for Alan, please type them in, and I will put them up on the screen. We'll ask Alan. Alan, has the tractor always been Dakota Deer, or when did you name it? Yeah, it was always Dakota Deer. Okay. Is that is that just that I know you guys live in the Dakotas? That's pretty much. Is there anything more special to it than that, or is it that simple? It's pretty that simple. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. Some people, some people go into long stories, and some people say, "Hey, it's a John Deere, and I live in the Dakotas, and it's a Dakota deer, and that's cool." So, well, they they nicknamed me Dakota. The battle back in the day, either a Big A or one or the other, and uh, so we kind of used the big. Did we never use the Big A John Deere? So we. Decided to go with Dakota Deer. <laughs> yeah, big the big A John Deer. That'd be a different name, Alan. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, my name's Alan Andrews. So AA. They call me Big A. That's that's a Doug Roberts deal. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we want to name you AA or not either. So you know, once you go back, you know they say so. No, no, we'll stay right. We're okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, the Bruley Bucks. So when did the Bruley Buck come along? And like, how old are the boys now? How old are Brady and Chad? Uh, Chad's 34 and I think Brady is 30. Okay. So how long, so they've been pulling for a while then I'm guessing. Uh, Chad, back in the Kansas sweep days, which you hear about 
I'm sure through the pits at some time. Yep. Uh, we went uh, down to them back in the early 2000s, and Chad turned 16, and he started driving it. We split driving duty a little bit on the sweep. And then uh, after Brady turned 16, and I don't remember exactly what year we got to Brule, but uh, somewhere in that time we got the other tractor, and they started driving it. And Chris, my other son, he drives it some too. Uh, he don't drive anymore. He just, he, he just I don't want to drive, so that's fine. So the two other boys, they kind of took it over, and I've never drove the other one. I, I've loaded it a couple times, but I never drove it down the track. Did that where the Brule Buck come from? Did you build that one, or did you buy it from somebody, Alan? Uh, my cousin had a 4320. Okay. And it had all the hydraulics on it, and so we took all that off, made our own front end. I kind of copied an A-frame off of John Deere. You know, a 4440, whatever, front end, so it oscillates. We like to oscillate in front end. And then, uh, oh, I don't know, we just kept playing with it. And then my friend, they named it, uh, oh, boy, something else. A Predator. Predator? The Predator. That's what Leonard named it because he bought half. And then uh, when he decided to get out, I don't remember the years, you know, stuff kind of blends together. And and then we, the boys got it. And I said, you take your own name because you guys can run it. And then I said, just leave mine alone. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. I can't I can't argue with that, Alan. That, that sounds like good common sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, I like tractor pulling and, and, and uh, they do too. And I don't know, I just kind of got it and. We used a lot of the old parts off the other tractor for a while. Uh, last uh, three, four years. Uh, last three or four years, uh, it's got some pretty good stuff on it now. There, there's not a lot of difference in them. No, they're they're both running hard. They're both running hard. Um, this was the first year with the Hearts Super Farm Charger. Is it a three seven or what? How big did you guys go with that? This is our second year. So it's your second year. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We uh. We used to run the uh, Garrett three by three GT forty two. Okay. And uh, as time went on, that was our box turbo back then, and it seemed like uh, we couldn't keep the bearings in them. We just kept spinning them too hard. So we went to uh, I think about two thousand ten. Went to a uh, precision turbo as a three by three, and uh, yeah, we did it. It worked very good. And that's about the same time that uh, the 466 class came in. They were going to go to a 3x4 turbo. And we didn't really want to be that close in horsepower, which we ended up being. So we went to a 3.1 by 3.35. Okay. And it had, so we've always had a box turbo. So we've always been kind of not with, per se, like a PPL or NTPA type super farm class. We always had a different turbo for all these years. Okay. And, uh, you know, we don't travel out there, and they got plenty of pulls. They don't come over here. And we don't like the turbo game. You buy a turbo every five days. Uh, you guys getting that stuff once in a while in your class. <laughs> well, yeah. we, tend to, we tend to chase the horsepower a little bit. But I, I know what you're saying. It's, it, can be, it can be ridiculous what we'll spend for 20 or 30 horse. So. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, the worst part was some turbos would gain you that, and some turbos you'd lose horsepower. Yeah. You know, so – you probably seen that yourself. It's just like, okay, where's this 50, 60 thing you were talking about? It's not here. <laughs> all, Alan, all it takes is one guy to go to the dyno and do well with that turbo, and then you sell 15 of them the next day. <laughs> okay, so with that mentality, 
if you had a box turbo, what's the difference? Other than you ain't spending the money for new turbo. Right. Because you end up with the same turbo anyway. Yep. Regardless of what you do, if there's one better, everybody owns it right now, right? That's yep. part of the game. Well, why not start with a turbo and tune your engine? So No, I agree. I, I'm, I'm not anti against it at all. I know a lot of people really made fun of the outlaws for years for all kind of the rules. And I think now when you look at what, what, what the outlaws have become, um, I, I don't think you can argue with any of it. I mean, what the pros, you're going to see that five inch pro stock class catch on all over the nation um, like the outlaws. And I think the outlaws should get credit for it because they put that together. And I don't know if the super farm guys are looking for a little bit more Alan, but you guys have plenty of hooks out with the outlaws. Now did Nebraska Bush adopt that same outlaw or the, the outlaw turbocharger rule or no? Yes. Yep. All were, the Bush, Bush has stayed with outlaws the whole time on our okay. class. Not gotcha. necessarily every class, but our class they have. Gotcha. That so we, we had uh, three or four guys at uh, Grand Island that were pull Bush most of the time, but they hometown state fair, you know, they come pull us. Wisner, they come pull us. Uh, periodically, you'll see them, you know. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, Alan, how many hooks did the Super Farm tractors have this year? We had 26 total. I believe we had one complete rain out. Uh, that's about it, I believe, I, that I can think of. Yeah, I don't think got... there was honestly many rainouts this year. I It happened in, to the four ones at Concord, Nebraska, and then Montgomery City, Missouri, and then obviously Friday night in Colorado. But uh... Yeah, that, that's about our we, – we got the one up at uh, Concord with you. It was all in the water, getting out of the mud. Yep, that was fun. Yep. So, Ron looks like he's got crappy internet. Ron, can you hear us okay? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you a little bit. Okay. Uh, um, we had, we we had, had a rain out in Britt, Iowa, as well. Oh, got rained out of Britt. We have a yeah, few we minutes were, left. We Superfarm was not at Britt during that time period. We was we went to Sac City the next day. Okay. Right. Um, that, that sounds good. Alan, tell us about your, I mean, tell us about more. So you got you have three boys, Brady, Chad, and Chris. Do you have any more kids and the wife? And tell us about your family. Well, Angel, she's sitting here with me in her shop. And I got a daughter, and, and they got, I got four granddaughters with them. And uh, well, I don't know, that's about it. I mean, it, you know, I got a brother and a sister and cousins, and like we all do, you know. Yep. Do a lot of your family go to the tractor pulls with you, Alan? Uh, Yeah. You know, when they're around, my sister and brother-in-law go quite a bit. Uh, the whole family goes, not every time, but, you know, a lot of time you'll see them all there. Or when you get close, uh, we get a hog barn, so somebody got to stay and do chores. Yep. <laughs> somebody got to volunteer for that. Yeah, Brady mentioned that uh, in his interview Saturday night when he won in Windsor that thanking everybody back home to do the chores so he could go pulling. So that was that was well, well said. So. Yeah, well, Chris is with us too, so – that of Chad with chores, so no, that's a good that's a good deal. Um, are the super farm guys? For, I mean, you guys had a nice twelve to fifteen. I feel like at every hook, are are you hearing more rumors of people building for your class? Are there some eighty five guys jumping up next year? What do you What are you hearing? Uh, maybe a couple that we hear. Um, you know, I, that's about it. You know, it's it's kind of a you don't want to pull you don't deal. You know, right. Uh, I don't, I don't, that's, you know, we've been steady, steady for years. And we started this class. We ended up with, I believe the high was like 48 one time or something at Iowa State Fair. Or wow. Crazy. Yeah. Well, 
you look around the your class, about forty percent of them pulled super farm one time. Oh yeah, yep. You know, and uh, we got several guys used to uh, pull super farm the Sluters and the Hoffmans and Tim Lotman moved up. Uh, I can't think of all of them. Uh, Darren Weirs, he's pulled super farm one time, I believe. I'm hundred percent sure, but I think he pulled with us. Um, oh, there's. Several that you know, just looking around. Uh, Davison tractor, uh, Rodney Davison, uh, with the the diesel shop there, DPP fuel, I think it is DP fuel, whatever they used to pull super farm. And now they're now they went went all the way to pro stock now. Yep, Rodney Davidson. Yep, yep, Rodney Davidson, his brother. Uh, they're just there's just a lot of guys that went through that was kind of entry class back then, you know, in '95. Yep. That's when it started. Uh, started with uh, Minnesota and, and South Dakota. Well, now Minnesota and Iowa kind of each had their own divisions. And we'd go to Region 3 together. Uh, we pulled Iowa back then. So we started out with, I believe, five tractors and two hooks a night. And about two years down the, lane, we, two years down the road, we had like 30 tractors and one hook. <laughs> <What's enough laughs> <of that? laughs> yeah. Hey, what are some of your um? What are your some um your favorite polls to go to every year, Alan? That you and the boys look forward to. Oh, of course, you've always got the Rock Valley Wisner, uh, new polls like Colorado. We got we've been pulling at Wayne, Nebraska years ago. That was a fun to go back to. Uh, the new polls, you know, the something that's different. Uh, you know, we got a lot of local polls. Super Farms in a kind of unique situation. We we pretty much pull Iowa, Nebraska around here because. You take a circle around Wisner, Nebraska, you probably pick up about 60% of our class. They all live down that area. And, you know, we're not that far away. Red Rock's not that far away. John Platt, he's the one that does all the driving for us. He, he puts a lot of miles on that old truck every summer. I know that. Yep. So, but uh, I, I like any track. And, it, you know, we got to go back to uh, Lamar's Isle, which is like an hour from the house, you know. So most of our pulls the soup farm class wind up being – Oh, hour, hour and a half, maybe two at the most, unless you go to like State Fair or Gibbon, Grand Island, you know, that area. Yep. So we got, I think, 20 hooks within maybe an hour, hour and a half. So it, it works out good for us. That's, yeah, that's excellent. That is excellent. So, well, Alan, um, we got, we have four different guests tonight, but we wanted to bring you on and just congratulate you on your uh, 2022 points championship to you and your family. And, you guys do a good job driving. You're out there reading tracks. You know what you're doing. And I mean, congratulations on a great year. That's, that's why you set the, you know, at the beginning of the year, you can try to chase those points and hope, you know, hope we can keep them running. Did you guys have any real breakage this year, Alan, or was it, did you keep them running pretty consistently? Uh, we had one top shaft breaking one and they had a wrist pin go out of the other one, had the flywheel fall off the other one. Mine, uh, three weeks in a row, we had it from Monday to Wednesday, Thursday. We had either hit the block out of the, out of the motor, the motor out of the chassis, and refixing something or putting pistons or something. And so it's a long year. There's a lot, of, yeah. a lot that we normally don't do that much. <laughs> but we're pushing them harder than we ever have, and you know that. So I think the turbo is finding some stress points. Yep. Yep. Mark Ham says, bringing the championship. Alan, well, can you hear me? Yes, again. Yes, Ron. How many, how many does this make for you now with the album? 
How many championships? Six. 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 Hello. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I just uh, kind of in show prep, Jason, I uh, tabulated all of Mark's or, or uh, Alan's uh, accomplishments this year, and he had uh, five wins, nine second-place hooks. Uh, in all, he had 19 top five hooks. Uh to get the points championship this year. So. You say you had 26 hooks? I counted 25, Alan. But well, the 20, 26 would have been Concord, right? We might have lost one somewhere. There's some shuffling going on. Team top five of the – Can you hear him, Jason? I can't. No, I'm just going to kick him off. I feel bad. That sucks. I love working with Ron on that. He just got crap on the internet. I'm not sure what's <laughs> going on. So, um, yeah. No, I mean, I think we covered all that. Yeah, you. so basically what Ron was saying is you had 19 of the 25 or 26 hook. You had top five finishes. And that's what it takes, Alan. Do you remember how many wins you had? Five. Five, okay. Ron five probably wins. said that. So Between the two tracks, we had eight. That's a good season. That's a very, very good season. Yeah, we try to be consistent. You know, we've done, we won 17, 18, 19 back to back to back. Uh, we kind of learned, we, we we had a chance at 16. We could have had four in a row, but uh, uh, we learned you got to be real consistent and pay a lot of attention to what you're doing. And yeah, that, that'll get you a championship. You don't have to win all the time, but you got to stay in the top five. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Alan, you guys, thank you for supporting the Outlaws. Thank you for being tough competitors, you and your family. It's fun to watch you guys pull. And, you know, whenever, like I said, whatever I'm announcing or, you know, paying attention, you always know when you guys pull up, there's a there's a chance there's going to be a change in the leaderboard, I always like to say. So congratulations to your family um, and have a safe harvest this fall. And then we'll see you at the banquet. So Sounds good to me. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, Alan. Take care. Yep. Bye. Bye. Tanner, Michael, Jerry Mullinex. So good to see you guys. Hello. How we doing? Great. What good. he said. Good. What he said. Good to see you guys. Where are you sitting at right now, Tanner? We are sitting in the Putnam County Fair office. The uh, Bell Buckout's going on right now as we speak, and we found the quietest place we could ha be right now. So. <laughs> so did the fair officially start today? It's the first day is the day. Yep. So I got fond memories of your guys' event from announcing and then getting my hot farm down there and then uh, just having a lot of fun over the years and super, super excited for it this Friday night. I'm looking for a poster of it. Is it somewhere on the Facebook page, Tanner? Yeah, it probably is. Uh, I don't know about a poster of the pool, but our our, uh, our whole uh, schedule's on there. Um, okay. So. I'm looking for that right now, but I just have some video playing up in the background, guys, from Windsor. Just to keep, you know, give some give people something to look at other than our ugly faces. But I'm yeah. with Tanner Michael, Jerry Mullinix, of course, Snuffy, four uh, one, the Gopher four one, uh, also the promoters of the Putnam County Fair. And you guys, they've grown this from, um, you know, I remember going there and there's there was not a lot of bleachers, and now there's a lot of bleachers. And you guys have improved the tracks. And you've really just worked hard on this. Your families over the years. How how many years have you guys been involved in this event? Uh. 
Jerry. I'll let Jerry answer that, but that's a more impressive uh, number than I am. Just too long. How's that? <laughs> How did I know that you were going to say that, Mullinex? So <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long time with Nick and I, and then Tanner when he when we first started kind of doing this here for the pool at the fair. Uh, it's it's probably been about 30 years. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Early 90s was the first sanctioning, really, in the Twin States. That's uh, Jerry and Dad, and a lot of them uh, transformed that little association uh, back in the early 90s. So that was kind yeah. of the first sanctioning body. And since then, uh, you know, the tracks, the same track that they pulled on back then is not, you know, it's just parking now, and we moved the new track up to where it's at, and you've, You've been there, Jason. You kind of know where that is, and and uh, a lot more seating now. It used to be just pulled up to pick up, you know, to the guardrail, and that's where you sit. So, yeah. Well, no, and there, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's just evolution of pulling. But you guys are good promoters, and you know, it's it's a time of the year where there's not as many pulls. It's kind of winding down a little bit when your fair is. You know, hopefully the weather is not as crazy hot. I know you guys are really warm today, right? Yeah, today was pretty warm. Um, but the sun sets sooner, so the nights cool off a little bit more. So the evenings are really actually pretty comfortable here. Yeah. Again, just I'm talking with Tanner Michael and Jerry Mullinex, um, Snuffy, Gopher, 4-1 Limited Pros. If you have any questions for them, please type them in the comments or any funny stories that I'd love to be more, especially if it's a Mullinex story, anything good, please please give that out. Maybe if Connie did something, uh, I would love to put that on the screen. Nothing would make me happier. Tanner, I remember when you and your dad had a D21, because that's what my dad had. And then you guys, uh, God, what years? Would that have been late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, I think dad built that in 92 and uh, probably pulled it or had it until early 2000s. And uh, that class was kind of in between. Uh, you know, nobody knew exactly what to do. It's 504 with the 3x4. And, and uh, that class was either going down to a 466 3x4 or a super farm. And then... Uh, few years later the 4-1 started so uh they had a broken uh rear end um the motor was kind of you know we were using case sleeves and pistons and stuff to keep it going and it just wasn't uh, we didn't see a future in that block so we still wish we had it back we still thought we were doing the right thing but dad i know kicks himself every so often letting that thing we actually just pieced it out is what happened so yeah i was gonna I was going to ask you where it went. I, I forgot to change my bottom banner there. Sorry about that. So, um, but I'll make it orange in memory of the, of the D21 there, Tanner. So how about that? <laughs> Jerry, um, what, what is your first tractor pull with Connie? How long, I mean, uh, how long, what year would it have been and kind of what guys got you and Connie going in the sport? Well, we, she's pulled since she was about 14 years old with her dad in farm pulling. Then we got we got married in '86, and uh, we pulled our old fourteen '66, and we'd strip it down, take it home, put it back together so we could work the next day. And then I bought a '806, and I brought it home. And when she come out of the house, she looked at me and she said, "What are you going to do with that?" And the next question was, what did you pay for that? <laughs> so that become, that was heartbeat of America. And then that tractor pretty well went up by the racetrack in Michigan. 
Okay. And then we built uh, Farmer's Dream, which Bill Miller owns now. Yep. And we run Pro Stock with it. So Con Connie's sitting in the background critiquing if you can't hear her back there. No, I, we know that Connie critiques Jerry because she fires him every day. This is Connie's favorite line. You know, I fire him every day, but I always rehire him so I get a ride home. That's Connie's line. So. Well, the only the only deal, Jason, she thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Tanner, can you kind of run through the start times and all the classes and the prices and stuff for us? Yep, yep. So 6.30 Friday night, um, we're having five outlaw classes, which is, uh, you know, our class of four ones, the pro stocks, the modifieds, which everybody around here is really excited for, the two-wheel drive pickups, um, and the unlimited supers. Um, and then we're having a, a sixth class. Um, it's kind of PPL mid-mose version of the light limited supers, which... Um, I think is like a 360 cubic uh, inch. You can at 410. You can run a maybe an intercooler and and 360 you can run an intercooler single turbo. Okay, it's kind of a hodgepodge, but you know we get a lot of a lot of different colors in that class, which it's it's nice to see in pulling. You know all the different colors. So well, six classes, um, 630. Uh, gate admission that day is 25, dollars but uh, we have an open fair. Um, so it's one pay at the gate and you get to enjoy the whole fair as well. So, Oh, that's great. That's great. And then I always have to ask Tanner and Jerry, what's your alcohol policy? I'm assuming no coolers, right? You can buy it at the fair. Yep. We have a, uh, they're about three or four. Let's be the fourth year for it. Um, we have a, a beer tent and it'll be at the starting line of the track, kind of on the uh, South side. It'll be serving, uh, you know, pretty well all the major brands of beer. So yeah, no, no containers you can do it. No coolers, definitely. But uh, there'll be a beer tent there. And I also want to say uh, that 12 and under get in free. So okay. So I found this. I found this on your on your Facebook page for the Putnam County Fair. Tanner, what do you think we should do? I think Jerry and Connie would look good in here. Don't you guys? <laughs> it's literally like right out the door, right there, is where that's set up. Because that'd be Connie. Wah, wah, brap, brap, right? Yeah. You got to watch this. Oops, so I got to turn the music down and I'm going to get whacked. But so have, the music will kick me out of Facebook. Jerry, you and Connie, I mean, you guys have been doing this a while. You guys could probably get in there, I'm thinking. So. Well, we used to ride Harleys together. And we got rid of or something, whatever. We decided we better get rid of them. crazy. She was, but I was doing okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Tanner, how's the weather looking for this weekend? I, I just have to ask the ultimate question. What's the seven-day or five-day forecast right now? It's it looks clear. I mean, it's it's warm during the day. It'd be mid to upper eighties during during a full Friday. Looks like no rain in the forecast. Um, but we've had a pretty good dry spell here in the last month. And uh, Jerry and I can attest, we've already put, starting Sunday evening, we put already put 20,000 gallon on the track just to get down underneath. So, um, yeah, a little over 20,000. But right now, the bull buck out's going on the track, so we haven't put anything on today. This morning, real early, uh, we had a crew out there packing it down as tight as they could to keep the moisture there. Um, 
and it's and it's a struggle with you know 80 90 degree days and the sunshine and that water really wants to evaporate so we're gonna have a good track it's gonna take a lot of gallons but we're gonna have a good track of it well i always enjoy going to a pole tanner and jerry where the pullers that understand horsepower build the pulling track and you know i know there's times weather's out of your control guys but for the most time when we go to um tracks where it's our pullers hometown we usually find ourselves on a good surface and that's really important so i appreciate that as a puller so yep jason this year this year jason you will not know the fairgrounds when you pull into it really the pulling track you're not going to know it it's it's really changed okay well i'm excited i'm still going to come down and uh get my camera out and i'll probably steal a microphone and yak a little bit too depends who's all there and then i'm going to head for uh and I'm gonna head for Buckner. Then either that night, I'm either gonna stay. I'll either stay with the Molinexes or I'll just head for uh, Ken's. We'll just see how the night goes. So. Well, we do. We do have a new. It's not a new. We we put our announcer stand right at the end, and it's 14 foot tall. So it's a good good view. Um, we are doing trophy presentations uh, for each class. So I think you'd be a good candidate for that, Jason. Yeah, I'd love to help. No, I plan on coming down. So. I'm gonna take off around noon or so because I think you guys are only five and a half hours from me, so that's not a bad run at all. So just just plan on it, Tanner. Plan on it, Jerry. I'll be there. So man, internet has not been our friend tonight. Oops, there, 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 they're back. You guys hear me okay? Yep. Okay. Um, before I let you go, sponsors, Tanner, Jerry, you guys want to kind of go through some of your big sponsors? Give them a little plug plug. $80,000 worth of sponsors for our fair. So, Did you get me back? Yep, you just came back. Start over with the sponsors, Tanner. Okay. Well, I'd be hard pressed to, to tell you all the sponsors because there's a list along with my arm of them. But, um, you know, all the implements, seed dealers, everything, we appreciate every sponsor. Um, there's about the kids uh open auction and we have a lot of businesses come in and, and help out in that too so awesome awesome okay tanner give me the give me this give me the start time and the classes one more time yep 6 30 uh friday this friday at unionville missouri it'll be the uh 4-1 limited pros the pro stock tractors the unlimited modifieds, the unlimited super stocks, the two-wheel drives, and then the uh, light limited super stocks. That's going to be a great show. That's going to be a great show. Jerry, Tanner, I'll see you guys Friday. Um, enjoy the week, okay? Yep. See you, man. Thank, thanks for see you guys. Us thanks on. for coming yep, on. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Bye. Blake, how are you, sir? Pretty good. What about you? Good. Alan Andrews has had the best internet so far, so we're going to test you out now, you Allison guys, okay? So, uh, what's well, your I got, favorite? I got full service here. Good. Hey, what's your favorite color? Oh, I don't know. Probably orange. Okay, so I should leave orange on the screen or like a darker orange or so something like that? That'll work. That'll work. Okay. Well, first of all, congratulations on uh, your 2022 points championship. I love your class. It is so fun. Um, if I wasn't addicted to diesel, I might have the Ots build me a, one of your class tractors. I just, 
I love Allison's. I have ever since I was little. Um, love your class. Ron, so Ron has crappy internet, but he sent me some stats in, Blake. Uh, 16 top five hooks out of the 16 total hooks for the season, seven wins, six second places, and you won the first five hooks in a row. So that's a pretty damn good season, Blake. So, Yeah, cons considering it was a brand new tractor to start out the season, I, I, I don't know how it could have gone any better. So no, we're, we were extremely happy with that. And, uh, you know, being, a, being that it was brand new, I, I couldn't believe uh, the second hook out, I took the win in uh, Ravenna. And uh, I was just ecstatic after that. So, yep, you're getting some love here. Russ Dostel says, Congrats, Blake. Everybody knows Russ. Jason Grout, he's from Colorado. I met him this past weekend. Congrats on the championship. Love the Allison Tractors. And then Zuck says, uh, Congrats, Blake. So, that's pretty, pretty cool that he brought all that up. So, I started the show out tonight with your guys' class, uh, just showing some video of the different things out there. Um, your family. I know we've had you on the show in the past. We've talked about your dad. And I forget your dad's name. I'm sorry, but yours is a frequent flyer, right? Yep. And then Gage's is the Warhawk, correct? Yep, that's right. Okay, then your dad, your dad kind of started this whole Allison thing. Can you kind of go through the history of it a little bit, Blake? Uh, yeah, he started pulling in the in the mid '80s uh, with a Econo mod with a single engine uh, 440 Chrysler. And then um, in 1999, he bought a twin engine Allison out of Texas. And then the Allison has been pretty much the staple of us ever since. So we've been in it 20, 25 years almost with the Allison's going on it. So here's a, so this, this Allison showed up. Um, I think it must be like maybe a Heartland tractor. What's the difference between yours and this one? Like, cause this one didn't run as good as your guys. And I'm not being mean, Blake, but obviously I don't think this one has the same stuff that yours has. Is that accurate? I think my internet's cutting out here. I couldn't oh, hear you. Oh, you guys, you tractor pullers. He's heading to somewhere. No, I just started the light mod class from Windsor. Blake, can you hear me? Is that any better? Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're okay. Can you hear me? You're froze right now. I can't hear you. Okay. Um, how many bars you got right now? I got full service right now. Okay. Can you hear me now? Blake, can you hear me now? Blake, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, cool. Anyway, I was just asking, this is, this is a light mod class from Saturday night at Windsor. This tractor, and again, this tractor doesn't run as hard as yours. It, do you guys have bigger stuff than this guy does on this Allison? So that tractor there is pretty much a, a bone stock Allison. Um, I believe he said it had an 8.1 supercharger in it. So that's pretty much as close as you're going to get to an Allison that come right out of the airplane. In okay. fact, uh, he told me that uh, he was he had built that tractor in the mid 80s and he had put that Allison on there then and hasn't touched it since. So Okay. Well, it was neat to see him there. And that was kind of fun. That was fun about Windsor for me. Blake was to see kind of the two, you know, Heartland guys jump in with some of the outlaw guys in the classes and like the pro stock four by four trucks. That was a Heartland class and there were some outlaw pullers there. So it's kind of neat to see the two divisions come together and get to pull in some of the classes. So now you guys had 16 hooks with the outlaws. How many hooks did you guys have with Nebraska Bush this year as well? I know you guys run with them. 
Uh, I think if I heard you right, uh, I think we had six more hooks with uh, Nebraska Bush. I think it was a total of uh, 24 or something like that altogether for our season. Okay. So what was, and again, Ron really, really understands your class better than I do, so I apologize, Blake. But what was the decision in, over the winter to do the frequent flyer, do the basically the complete rebuild? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't hear anything you said there, Jason. Um, what was the what what was the decision to have you guys I guess basically build a new tractor this season? Well, uh, the the old frequent flyer chassis was pretty old. Uh, it was part of a deal, an Allison deal that my dad probably bought twenty years ago, um, and it never really had been updated since. So it was, it was extremely heavy. Um, had a Rockwell R one seventy rear end and uh, Steiger Planetaries that was extremely heavy on the on the rear end and. Um, you know, with better tire technology uh, throughout the years, you know, front end weight has become pretty, pretty prevalent that of what we need. So it, at the end of last year, it was pretty, pretty obvious what, it, what needed to happen. So I had the chassis sitting there that I had built probably three or four years in the uh, before that and just never really done anything with it. It was actually supposed to be our, our new twin Allison tractor and that never happened. So um I stuck, I stuck my engine on it on a whim and finished it. And I guess that's kind of, kind of where we were at with it. So. No, that's neat. Now, which one did you guys just post on the internet for sale then? I just saw something yesterday. Yeah. So this chassis worked out, uh, you know, extremely well um, for us. And that the chassis that I just posted for sale, I built probably 10 years ago and, uh, this one, this one kind of out, out, outworked it this year and worked really well. So we need to, we need to kind of keep up with, with the game and have two of the same tractors so that we're, we're both equally competitive. So. Yep. Now, did your dad miss driving the tractors at all? Blake, does your dad miss driving at all? Um, I don't know if he misses driving. Um, I think I think you know once both of us were 16, old enough to drive. I I, I don't think he's seen seen himself on the seat anymore, and I don't really know if he has the will to do it again. I think he likes to sit back and watch, you know. And to be honest with you, it, it's you know a couple pulls that I just sat back and watched last year, and it it was kind of less stressful and more fun to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I always see your dad at the start line helping get him set up, and you know talking to you guys. So it makes me happy because of the father son relationship. I have with my dad. Um, it's neat to see you guys enjoying that same that same uh, companionship, if you will. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but it's good to see you guys working together on that. How many points championships between Nebraska Bush and the Outlaws have has your family collected over the years? Do you know that rough number? Uh, not off the top of my head. I I, I don't know for sure. Uh, this will be the second year in a row for Outlaw. Um, okay. There was probably a couple push ones there several years ago but um we didn't really start hitting all of the polls real consistently um until the last about 10 years you know uh once i got serious into tractor pulling and then obviously my brother getting serious into tractor pulling um that kind of that kind of made the de deciding factor i can still remember the day that you know when i turned 16 you know we used to do a lot of boating and camping and stuff like that well when i turned 16 the boat and the camper hit the road and uh we come a lot more involved in tractor pulling so awesome Awesome. I love it. I absolutely love it. Are the Allison parts getting harder to find or you guys make a lot of your own stuff, Blake, or can you still find some stuff? Do you go raid Longnecker shop at the middle of the night or? Well, um, 
over over the years, you know, you try to you try to buy out as many old tractor pullers or old 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 boat racers that you can. Um, so you know, there's probably been you know twenty to twenty five Allison deals that we've got come across. You know, in the last you know twenty five years or so. You know, whether it be one part here or a whole truckload of parts, you kind of gotta buy everything when you can take it. You know. And I suppose we have probably enough stuff to, to, you know, including the engines on the tractors, probably, you know, anywhere from uh, 10 to 12 engines um, that we could put together right now. Um, so we're, we're setting pretty good on, on parts um, as far as, you know, help over the years, you know, Wayne Longnecker and, you know, the Steve Bollinger, he, uh, you know, he first got helped us out a lot in the beginning, you know, and we're always, you know, the whole Allison clan is always, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other, to keep them uh, running better and keeping parts, you know, and having new parts made for them and stuff like that. So every, everyone kind of sticks together. Anytime we have parts made, um, you know, you kind of go, got to go in on a huge batch at a time. You know, if we have, uh, pistons being made or rod bolts being made or bearings being made, you know, it, ta it, ta it takes the, it takes the whole community to make it happen, you know? So. Yeah. Do you guys have like secret society meetings of the Allison pullers and get together and, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but I thought it was funny, Blake. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear you very well. Hopefully you can hear me. Oh, we can hear you. That was fine. No, I was just saying, I was asking if you guys got together and have like, so I lost him completely now. So that stinks. So we're having a good interview there with Blake. I'm talking about uh, the Allisons. Obviously, they're, they're, so, they're so unique. Love the class. And of course, he is your 2022 points champion with the brand new frequent flyer. Ron sent me some stats there. We lost him completely. So. I'm assuming the internet has not been good to uh, outlawed with <laughs> tonight, but that's it. That's what happens. You can't complain. You know, uh, we live out, we live out in the Midwest and we don't have the fastest internet. We have good people, but life is good on all of those fronts there. So Ken Summers is going to join me shortly and we'll check all that out here. If he's got, uh, there's Blake coming back in. Let's see if I can bring Blake back in. Blake, you're back. I'm you trying to, I'm trying different. Area. I got four, four bars up and i tried and trying in the house now with the wi-fi it should be good but yep you sound good now you sound good so just no this is great you had a great point season to wrap up the points um alex abrams wants to know what happened to the foreign affairs tractor um that got sold at the end of last year that tractor is actually in uh washington state now okay how many calls do you guys get a week from Allison pullers from all over the world or probably United States asking you questions about them and what to do and different things like that? Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. I guarantee you that there's not one day that goes by that, um, you know, we don't have a conversation about Allison parts with somebody at least twice a day. That's awesome. That is awesome. No, I was joking when your internet was really crappy outside. I said, do you guys have like a secret society of meetings? Like you have your own little tattoos and Alice and Pullers and stuff like that. That'd be kind of fun. No, not quite, not quite that, not quite that bad. But uh, you know, like I said before, it it does take the community. Like any anything that we ever get done, you know, it, it always takes a bunch because you don't just go to you know Ross Racing Pistons or ARP bolts and say, hey, make me a set of this. Well, they're going to laugh you out the door and, unless you say, I want a hundred of this or a hundred of that. You know, right? So you know, there's not too many of the left um to do that so everyone kind of has to has to jump at once to make something happen and you know the the biggest ones that have been helping us out nowadays with with uh bearings and you know new ideas and things like that has actually been green monster in europe and uh you know we we went and spent a few weeks with those guys a couple years ago 
And that kind of, that kind of cha- changed our whole way of thinking about the Allison once we come home from, from that. And, you know, it kind of put, put wind back in your sails to see, to see what they're doing and, and what's possible with it again, you know? Yeah. You know, as we watch your class from Saturday night in Wisner, the neatest thing, you know, you always hear like in the tractor classes, the different color and your guys' class, what there's, I mean, Dalton's got those two LX, else, whatever. I don't know what he's got. And double overtime's running hard. And we got some turbines. We have, I don't even, this is a turbocharged tractor of Geiger's and Roberts, and we have the Allison's. It is so fun just to hear them start up and drive to the line because it's not, it's not cookie cutter at all. And I think that's probably what the NTPA was yeah. probably trying to do with their light mod classes. It just never caught on. And I think that's kind of died, but um, it's super, it's neat to see it going out here in the outlaws and out West because it's such, such a cool show for the fans. And it gives you guys a, you know, gives you guys a chance to pull somewhere close to home too. It's really neat. I'm glad I'm glad probably, they've adopted it. Promoters are asking for it. So probably probably the neatest thing, the neatest thing about it is hearing everyone, you know, because you know, you sit in the pits all day long before the tractor pull and why and you know, you you talk to, you know, every walk of life that comes up and everyone says, you know, hey, I love your class. I love I love the combinations available in your class. And and it's so neat to see that, you know, it's not the cookie cutter. You know, I, I love the, you know, the big unlimited mods and stuff like that. But as soon as I see about four of them go down the track, there's only, there's only, you know, a couple different combinations that you're going to do, that you're going to, that you're going to see in that class and they, and they all involve a Hemi. So yep. uh, it will, you know, that, that not taking anything away from that class or anything. Oh no, I get it. Uh, you know, I think the, you know, like you said, the light unlimited class that NTPA started, um, I think it probably should have been more geared towards this class because yep. there's there's a literal ton of tractors around that would fit into this class, you know, that would probably get get, you know, revived at some time. And the other thing is um, it doesn't take, you know, uh, a multimillionaire to put one together. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's cheap, but I'm saying yeah. oh, it's closer to what the average Joe can afford. And I guarantee you, you know, you know, me, my brother and my dad, we're all just average Joes. We're not a huge farmer. We're not a huge trucking operation or any of that. We don't have a whole hell of a lot of money to throw around at it. So everything that, you know, gets done in our class is, um, you know, is as low budget as it gets. And I, th- I think that's the biggest attraction that many people see. And well, but they look, you're, you're all the, all the tractors look good and they run good, Blake. And that's really the most important thing. And, um, you know, and that's what makes it fun because you don't have to stress out about money and, uh, you know, that's, that's a good feeling to have. <laughs> the, the other neat thing that, that we noticed, you know, between last year and this year when uh, Dalton got his tractor running is, you know, every, everyone walks by, you know, our tractors and oohs and ahs and, you know, they may not know what the Allison is, but they ask questions and then you can tell them, you know, and they're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. But then they walk by Dalton's tractor and they say, wow, I, I have that engine in my pickup right now. And yep. you know, so there's a, there's actually a, a cult following of people that that love his tractor, you know, just because, you know, it relates to somebody's everyday pickup. You know, there's not one person out there that doesn't know what a Chevy pickup looks like or what a one under, underneath the hood of one looks like, you know. And yep. so, um, just to just to see the face, the looks on people's faces when, you know, you tell them, hey, you know, these are you know, these are six liter truck engines out of your pickup and they're, they're, they're now they're like. 1500 horsepower a piece and that you know that that just that just impresses the hell out of a lot of people so what's it was it is it the weight of the allison that kind of discouraged people for a while it just not enough movable weight because they're so heavy or what uh, was actually, actually the allison's extremely light for what it oh, is okay i didn't know so, that 
the out the Allison only weighs about fourteen hundred pounds with a clutch on it, um, and fully a fully uh, you know decked out Hemi probably weighs close to a thousand. Okay. Um, but the, with you know, with the with the R and D that's in the Hemi world and the new Miner Brothers motors, and you got you know Brian Knox out there, you got all of these huge names in the the Hemi industry. You just you, you, it's hard to beat all of that information, you know, because there's not one form of motorsport out there that doesn't utilize a blown Hemi. And so there's, just, you know, with all the different big names that are making the Hemis right now, it's hard, it's hard to beat a, a, a good Hemi. And, you know, that, that's kind of why, kind of why I love the Allison because I, I you know, I like to be different. Um, it takes, you know, the, the, you know, there's not very many people out there with single engine Allison's that are, you know, kind of whooping up on the, on the brand new Hemis, you know, right. and, uh, and to me, to me, um, you know, I, 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 I like doing that. I like being different. I like being able to say that every last nut and bolt, every last part was, you know, it was all me, you know, or, you know, people from our shop and it wasn't, I didn't buy this, that there, and I didn't buy this from whoever, you know, um, every last part of it came from our shop. And that's, that's what I love about it. And that's what I like doing. I'd rather sit in the shop and build stuff and, you know, work on stuff and make it better, tune on things, than actually go tractor pulling. I think I have probably, you know, twice the fun during the wintertime than I do during the summertime. I guarantee you that. You know, that's awesome. Cody uh, says, how many of, how many of the one-off parts do you guys have to make due to limited parts? You have to make everything for these, don't you? I mean, any, anything you want to change, you know, you're going to have to make. Um, you know, like we have a fairly good stock of, uh, of factory Allison parts. Um, but you know, all of our, all of our, uh, um, valve train is all changed, changed over to, you know, automotive valves that we can, we can get from any, any part store, you know? So we got, um, Chevy exhaust, Chevy exhaust valves and Ford, Ford intake valves and Chrysler valve springs, DT 466 international valve guides. So we can literally change over the valve train in them. Um, with, with like a thousand dollars in parts and a, and a couple of days worth of grinding valves. That's no big deal. Um, where we're running into the biggest issue is, is rod bearings. Um, and with the, with rod design in the, in the Allison, um, it's gonna, it's gonna take some doing to get, to have somebody build us some rod bearings, uh, green monsters working on it right now. Um, hopefully, hopefully within the next couple of years, we can, we can get that issue solved. And once that issue solved, it's pre pretty much, you know, home run from there as far as all the other. So would you guys, if I ever came out and did like a shop tour and we sat down and talked about the, the motors, would that be, was that too, would be giving secrets away or is that something you guys would be willing to do? Oh, I, I, I'd, I'd love to do that. I, I, okay. you know, I, I feel like that would, that would, that would do the Allison a lot of justice because a lot, a lot of people don't completely understand in, you know, everything about the Allison and I'm an open book. You can ask me anything about, about what we do. I'll tell you exactly what we're doing. Um, I, I just want as much information out there about tractor pulling and, you know, the, the cool thing about, you know, the outlaw is now that you got the young guns, you're getting the younger generation involved in tractor pulling. And, um, you know, I, I started, I started tractor pulling in 2009. I think I was, you know, 13 years old then. And, you know, I, I just didn't get thrown onto a tractor by my parents. You know, I, I, I had to build my own first tractor. I wanted to go out there. And the first thing I did was build my own tractor and I went out there and, and started competing, you know, and that's, that's, awesome. that's honestly, that's honestly what it takes because I see, you know, and not to take anything away from, you know, anybody's program or nothing, but nowadays, you know, there's a lot of people out there that 
you know, haven't built their own tractors or, you know, they've, you know, bought a lot of things from a lot of different places and maybe assembled it themselves or bought the whole thing from somewhere. Um, you know, I take pride and joy in, ju in just doing, doing absolutely every last thing that I can myself and just being able to share that information. If anybody, you know, ever needs any, you know, advice on anything, I, I, there's not one day that I probably don't talk to at least five people that are involved with tractor pulling, whether it be on Facebook or text messaging or, you know, talking on the phone or whatever, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you got to keep more people involved and more people up to date on things. Otherwise it, it, it'll fall off the, the face of the planet as you know, sooner than later. So, well, I mean, the, you know, the fact that you won a points championship and the tractors are running good, and then you guys do some indoor pulling when you can, like the Cowtown showdowns, et cetera, you know, or like when hopefully Cornhusker Classic can be a reality again as well. It's neat for people to see those, Blake. They, they need to see them. They need to see them running and then doing yeah. well. You know, that's really, the, that's the most important thing to know that, because nobody, everybody says they want to just pull and then you go pull and get your ass handed to you every weekend. And then you're like, no, 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 I want to be competitive. And the fact that you can be yep. competitive with an Allison in 2022, uh, that should be a good resurgence for the class. So, and then the fact and that, that we're talking about it, you know what I mean? It's, it's good. It's good. And our class, our class is probably one of the, one of the last classes that you're going to be competitive in with Allison. Um, you know, our plan, our plans are to someday have a, have a twin engine Allison in the, in the 7,400 pound outlaw mine class. And I still think I can be really competitive in that class as well. Um, but as far as, you know, pulling the 7,400 pound uh, NTPA mod class or PPL mod class or the unlimited class, um, it's probably over for the Allisons, you know, in that, in that world where, you know, you know, you need, you know, 12 to 15,000 horsepower to be competitive. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's probably game over Allison. Um, but at more of our, our, you know, local level of tractor pulling, I would call it, um, it's still, it still can be a, a force to be reckoned with. Well, I, you know, the fact where you live and obviously the outlaws aren't going anywhere and more promoters are going to be asking for this class. It's going to come down to Blake where Ron's going to have to say, Hey guys, how many hooks you want a year? I can get you as many as you want. And I think that'll probably happen this winter because you guys did such a good job. I mean, whenever you guys ran it, we made sure we videoed your class because it's just, it's fun. You never know what you're going to see, you know, and speaking of Dalton, man, what has he figured out halfway through the season? Cause that thing is mean. Are you guys, do you guys know him and help him with that? Yeah, I built that tractor um, and he, he done, he done the rest of, of the engine work and it's got electronic fuel injection on it. Um, and I, you know, had a few growing things with that and, and learn it, learn uh, the ropes of that. But um, as far as computer, computer tuning and everything that goes, uh, he's probably the smartest guy I know on that. And you're, you're, you'll never beat him on that level. So, um, you know, I knew when I was building that tractor that I was pro probably uh, building something that was going to knock down my door. And it, and it sure showed me that the last half of the season here. Yeah. And next year, next year is going to, is going to be really tough. That, that tractor is probably going to be the toughest tractor to beat um, from here on out. So. Well, it'll, it'll make you, it'll keep you awake at night and then that'll just make you better. That's what competition does. So I like that. So. Yeah. And honestly, you know, we've talked about this all season and, you know, last, last, last season, Chris Mines came out with, you know, the, the hardest run and Hemi ever pulled against. And, you know, we never had to push ourselves to the absolute edge or the limit of our Allison's until the end of last year. And then, um, you know, I, I, I needed, I knew I needed to, if I was going to compete with the stuff, I needed a tractor and, you know, go through a few things to make my program better. And, you know, 
I'd be lying if I said my stuff wasn't running on the absolute razor edge all, all season long to kind of do what it did, you know, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully we can, we can do the season without having major issues. And this year, you know, we were extremely lucky with very little breakage and uh, very little downtime. So um, we've been doing really well as far as that department goes. Well, that makes you feel good too, knowing that you're not, you don't have to completely rebuild something uh, completely all over. Um, with Nebraska Bush then, how many, does everybody kind of pretty much run the outlaw one or are there a couple of light mods that we don't see on a regular basis? What was that again? You were cutting out again. Um, I feel like, I mean, do the outlaws have a majority of the light mods out in your area? Or are there a couple that just run Bush and don't run outlaw? Or do you guys pretty much support each other the, the most, as the best you can? I would I would say you know the majority of our light mod tractors you see at the outlaw events are also at the Nebraska Bush events. Okay. Um, there's a few more that have yet to come out um, that are still, you know, in the process of being built or you know people people have other lives too other than tractor pulling and and what? you know some That's people got to got. Um, you know we're we were the only ones that hit every every light mod hook this year um, on both the. the Nebraska Bush and the outlaw schedule and it takes a lot and we probably wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't for just the the pure good luck that we had as far as everything staying together with you know very minimal breakage um there was a, there was a few times this year that you know we had some supercharger issues um but other than that it was it was a you know a quick you know all night fix but that was you know in between poles but you know if you can if you only if you only have to do that once a year that you're doing pretty good so yeah yeah, where I was trying to go earlier was, I think you guys, you know, unless you screw it up, and that's not fair to say, but as long as you leave the class kind of the way it is, I think it's got, a, I think it's got a long future, Blake. Um, for for and what, what a lot of people don't understand with the with the mod classes, you know, is how just how difficult it is to keep everyone on the same page, you know, as far as competitive, you know, competitiveness, you know, it's pretty easy in the in the tractor classes, you know, because. You know, every tractor brand has a six-cylinder engine that they can use. You put a cubic inch limit on it, a turbo limit on it, fuel limit on it, and done. You have a competitive class. Well, when you're trying to run an Allison against a turbine, against a turboed wedge engine versus a supercharged Hemi engine, that's where rules get very extremely, you know, hairy as far as trying to keep everyone equal. And it's a constant battle that it takes the right group of people you know, I, I got to say, you know, the rest of the class and, you know, all of us together is what actually makes it happen. You know, if it, if it were, if there, if there was one bad apple in the bunch, it would, it would totally screw things up, but there's not. And it just, you know, everyone, everyone kind of has to understand that somebody's going to have a good year and somebody's going to have a bad year and, you know, trying, trying to keep all that equaled out during the winter time. Like I said, there is, there is probably thousands of hours of phone calls that happen in the, in the, in the, uh, you know, the off hours of tractor pulling, you know, there's not a day that goes by that, you know, one of us does not talk to somebody about tractor pulling, about the class, about events and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a never ending process, even though the, the season's, you know, over with for us, you know, the, the work's just getting started, so to speak for, for next year, you know. I love it. How many veterans have you had come up to you and say, Hey, I flew a plane with an Allison in the war. I don't think there's many of those guys left, to be honest no, with I know. you. That's why I'm asking. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever had somebody that said that they actually, you know, flew in an airplane with an Allison in it, to be honest with you. 
No, I, I was just curious. I mean, I know we're getting, they'd be in their 90s now, probably. I'm trying to think World War II, uh, yeah, 40s. Yeah, they would be. So 90 years. They're, they're pushing, they got to be 100 years old to say they were, you know, 20 in 1940. That puts them born in 1920, 20. and that was 100 yep. years ago. Yep. No, that's neat. Um, I just, I love your class because I, I think it's the closest thing to the big European mod class, which is my favorite. Cause you just, I love watching those YouTube videos of the big, cause they have all kinds of crazy combinations over there. You never know what you're going to see. So I really enjoy that. So I think you guys are in, I think you guys are in the driver's seat on this. And I think your class will continue to grow Blake. And because I mean, I, your, your positive attitude and the competition is what makes it fun. So. I, I sure, I sure hope so. And I, th I think it's heading down the right path. Like I said, it, it takes the whole class together to make it happen, to be honest with you. If it, if it, you know, like I said before, if there was, if there was one person person that didn't want it to happen, it, it would probably collapse the whole thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it takes everyone working together, and I think we got a good group of guys that are that are involved and you know open minded enough to keep to keep everybody you know wanting to build new stuff, uh, you know. And I guess my ch my challenge is to everyone out there: if you want to grow the sport of tractor pulling, um, get somebody else involved. Um, you know, I guess just in my lifetime. There is, you know, I've, I've gotten two of my own friends involved in the same class. So what that takes is, you know, you know, you need to you need to help them out as much as you can get. Not everyone can go out there and spend good money on new parts and stuff and put things together. Um, all of us have um, parts laying around that no longer get used. We all have time to, to help somebody out. Um, and, you know, we all have a, a wealth of knowledge to share with somebody. And I think that, you know, with a lot of people you know, a lot of that stuff's a secret and, uh, you know, they think it's a secret anyway. And I, I would, I would, I would challenge everybody to not, to not be so close minded like that and try to help somebody out. Cause that is the, that's the only way you're going to get involved in the sport anymore. If you weren't born into it, like I was, you know, it, it's extreme, it's extremely hard. You, you know, it, you would not be able to do it unless, you know, unless you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you know, and love tractor pulling. And even at that, you know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, that, that do have the ability to write the check for something probably don't have the ability to, you know, build it themselves or put it together or work on it themselves. And, you know, either having one or the other is the only way to do it. Um, yeah. So I would just challenge somebody else to, to help somebody else along. Um, Cause that's the only way you're going to grow any class in, in tractor pulling. So. No, I agree. And money doesn't buy laps down the track either seat time. And that's one thing yeah. that you just, you need to have. And you and your brother yeah. have a lot of that. Um, is Wyatt, he's the young man with the, the Possum Holler Express, right? Yep. Okay. So he has a very good comment, very, you know, compliment for you. I put a GoPro on their tractor down in Mound City, Kansas, and I can't find the video, but it was going to be cool. <laughs> I feel bad because he messages me every now and he's like, you're going to yeah. post that video? I'm like, we can't find uh, it. So <laughs> um, Mark Hamp says, hands down, of best appearing in 2022. Uh, Ron Stone says, congrats, Blake. We tried getting Ron on and. I really want to have Ron on for, especially for your class because he knows way more about it than I do, but I've learned a lot tonight. So thank you for taking your time with me. Um, you're kind of like leading me with a carrot. I appreciate that. Um, no, Ron Stone. Blake, Ron's probably have, one of the, do you have a spare? Ron's probably one of the most. Oh, go ahead. Ron, Ron's probably one of the most knowledgeable non-tractor pulling Allison guys I know. Yeah. <laughs> He says, do you have a spare V1710 he could borrow next summer? Asking for a friend. So, I don't, I don't know about borrow. <laughs> yeah. Everything has a price, Stone. So, uh, James Harmon says, thanks for everything you do for pulling. Russ 
Tier Beast says, that's awesome. You guys are competitive. Yeah. Mark Camp says, I miss the old single cuts. Do you know what he means by that, Blake? Blake, I, just, I just don't want to want to I want to thank outlaw and you know what you do with beer money pulling team and you know every everybody involved otherwise you know uh you know our class and tractor pulling in our area wouldn't be what it is today um to be honest with you uh there was a lot of stagnant tractor pulling going on in Nebraska for a long time and I think the the direction that outlaw is going with everything um is it, it's it, it's gonna it's gonna turn the polling world upside down if it already hasn't already so just want to thank thank you know thank everyone and i'm just glad to be involved in the in the whole situation no that's awesome no we're trying to promote the sport the best we can blake so and we are it's been, it's it's a lot of fun you guys it's been a, i've had a blast this summer getting to know everybody and being around a little bit more so it's been fun so well congrats to you and your family on a 2022 uh, points championship. That's awesome. I know your dad's proud and your brother's proud. You guys work hard at it. Um, and you guys, you guys farm and you truck, right? If I remember correctly. No, we don't. We're uh, don't. school teachers. You're sc what? I had no idea. Seriously. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, no big farming operation or trucking operation here. We're, we're as, uh, we're as low budget as it, as it, as it comes. Uh, my dad, a tech college for going on 25, 30 years. Um, I've been, I've been a, a industrial tech teacher at the high school for five years now. Um, and my brother's going to school to be a, be a industrial tech teacher as well. I had no idea. I, I just assumed, I guess. So that is awesome. Um, mm -hmm. You got to be like the coolest teacher in the world then, like with the, having a pulling tractor. I bet the kids dig that. I get, I get, I guess I would say I'm the coolest teacher in the world. I don't know what my students would have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're definitely, um, I'm going to run you down. We're going to, we're going to come out and spend the day and do some videos. We'll go to, we'll okay. follow you to school and then we'll go to the shop because I want to learn more about them because they're just, they're yeah. neat. They're and neat. that kind of, kind of back like the roots of our class, our class, you know, um, you know, they're, they're, if I, I think I can count on one or two fingers, the individuals that are actually like farmers, or, you know, into involved in trucking or whatever, because that's the majority of tractor pulling, you know, yep. um, you know, it takes it, it, it with a, you know, with, with uh, you know, the ability to write some big checks to, to sw make everything swing. But the nice thing about some of the lower level classes, you know, like ours is you, you get to see all sorts of walks of life. And, uh, you know, we got anywhere from, you know, school teachers to, you know, regular auto mechanics that are pulling wrenches, electricians, um, you know, plumbers there, it's, it's a walk of all life. And you, and you, and that's the kind of the cool thing about it as well. That's neat. That's neat. I had no idea. So, well, Blake, thank you for your time. Um, again, congratulations on the season and uh, we'll be in touch. So you set up some interviews and then we'll see you at the banquet for sure. Okay. Yep. We'll do. We'll be there. Good night, Blake. Thanks buddy. Wow, that was a cool interview. I had no idea that Blake and his dad were teachers engaged in all of them. That's pretty cool. So I know it's killing Ron not being on the show tonight, but he has crappy internet. We Nobody wants to see any of us talking just kind of with our mouths freezing there. So um, Ken Summers is supposed to be joining me. Buckner, Missouri is this Saturday. So Unionville Friday night, um, Buckner Saturday night. Let me get my Outlaw app out. Again, I'm playing some video from um, Wins uh, Wisner, <laughs> Windsor, Colorado, Saturday night. Again, we had Alan Andrews on first tonight, your 2022 Super Farm Points champion. 
with the Dakota Deer. And then we had um, we had Jerry Molinex and Tanner Michael on for Unionville, Missouri this Friday night, 6.30. The Outlaws are coming into the Putnam County Fair. And then we just got done talking with Blake Ott. And that was that was a lot of fun. I had no idea they were teachers. I just assumed everybody's a farmer. I shouldn't assume that because I'm a mortgage lender. But um, I'm definitely going to get out and spend some more time with the uh, with the Ott family out there in Norfolk, Nebraska. I'm jumping on the app right now. Again, showing some replay from outlawpolling.tv. You can do the same thing as well. Uh, does Heartland have anything this week? Let's see here. Is Heartland done for the season? I think Heartland's done for the season. Looks like Grand Island, Nebraska. Sunday was the last hook for Heartland. Um, back to divisions. Let's see here. National Outlaws have Unionville, Missouri. The app says 7 o'clock. Um, Tanner said 6.30. Maybe they're running that light limit to class first. That'd be my guess that they're having in. That's not part of the Outlaws. So Unionville, Missouri, Friday, September 9th. Uh, and then Buckner, Missouri, the 10th. That's a big show. They got MSTPA classes. They got um, Outlaw classes. And they got Lucas Oil Western Series classes. Ken talked about that on the show last night, our Let's Grow Pulling. Then Spencer, Iowa is the 18th. Two sessions, 1 o'clock and 5.30. And then Lufkin, Texas. I think that's the two-wheel drives and the mods last hooks of the year. Yes, Ron. I felt I felt as bad as you did, Ron, not having you on here with all your knowledge. But I winged it the best I can. Because uh, you just you know more about the guys than I do. So um Heartland is done. I will try to have Greg on my Beyond 300 feet live show tomorrow night. That'd be great, Jason. That'd be great. And let me know what channels you broadcast that on, Jason. I'll, I'll start sharing that around for you. So that'd be good. Um, okay, t-shirt winners and banner winners. Ron got those for me. I'm gonna pull those up on the screen here. Whoops, can't do that. I was sharing that screen. Oh yeah, I can. Give me a second here. Thanks for watching tonight. Thanks for watching every Tuesday. We love hearing the comments and, and having people on. Hoping Ken Summers will jump on here yet. If you uh, I haven't seen him pop on here yet, but everybody knows about the Case IH Ultimate Fan Contest where you go to the website, you sign up. And then uh, there's going to be a couple grand prizes at the end of the season where you get all-expense paid trip to Louisville, the National Farm Machinery Show. Truck and tractor pull, it's always Valentine's Day weekend. Um, be down in Louisville for the farm show. So hotel, gas, food, all of it taken care of by Case IH. And every week, you know, we're giving away banners. Every pull, uh, the, the, the class winners go sign a Case IH banner. And then we raffle, not raffle that off, but we draw names to win that. And we do a T-shirt and a hat as well. So I am going to copy this. This will be the easiest way to put this in there and I'll throw this up on the screen and I'll read through it. So this is what Ron texted me and I'll read them off. Um, Case H ultimate fan contest winners banner from Friday at Windsor is Tyler Lane. Saturday night's banner winners, Tyler Dempsey. Uh, the Sunday night banner winner was uh, Mario Holden and the t-shirt winner was Kathy Meyer. So if you're any of those people, just reach out to the um, to the outlaws, and they will get that for you. Um, Hogs did have a good showing at Wisner and Windsor. Yep, they've been running. They've been getting some things figured out, and they've been a good season. I want to see that Royals Royce run, Zuck. So you get that baby, get that baby honking out there. That'd be cool to see. So, um, yeah, I don't think I had much else. I did the winners. Uh, we got our interview. Summers hasn't come on yet. I'm going to put his poster up on the screen for you all. Talk about that a little bit. I read through it, but Buckner Truck and Tractor Pull this Saturday. The outlaw classes are two-wheel drive trucks, modified tractors, 
10,000 pro stocks, unlimited super stocks. I think a lot of those are in Unionville on Friday night. Um, six, six o'clock start time, 20 bucks to get in kids five and under free. So I think they're going to run the MSTPA classes first, and then they have to decide whether they'll run the outlaw or the Lucas oil classes that time, but that's going to be a heck of a show just outside of Kansas city down there. So if you're looking for like a kind of a last weekend, hoorah hit Unionville Friday night, and then you can hit Buckner, Missouri Saturday night as well. So thank you to Alan Andrews for coming on the show tonight. Thank you to Tanner, Michael and Jerry Molnix. Thank you to Blake Ott. Uh, Ken Summers is probably working at the track right now, and I can't blame him for that. So I'm going to turn on the volume, let you watch all oh, for 10 or 15 more minutes from outlawpolling.tv, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for watching, guys. 81.9 to 81.9. That's going to move him into fourth place. Dan Balance is currently sitting in second place. No, that's going to move him into third. Excuse me. That's going to move him into the third spot. Jim Kaufman's in first at 295 with Can't Quit. Dan Valance is in second with the farm truck at 293. Dalen Bell just moved into third at 281.9. So that one point that Dan needed to get back into the points tie is now there. Now what Dan is hoping for is some other competitors get in between him and Dalen. Jimmy Deverman, excuse me. Jim Kaufman, our second puller of the class, continues to lead. Five more 3.0 diesel trucks, and we got a couple 3.6 diesel trucks, and then Fred's going to do some modified pulling. I definitely think we have ourselves somebody in the top three. So... See, this is what Dan Valance wants, because there's right now there's 12 feet between him and Dalen Bell. Before this truck, they were tied for the points because they had a one-point thing. But I don't know if Jimmy is a points in uh, a member or not. Hang tight with me, fans. I'm going to swing over. 289.5. Some Grand Island, Nebraska. So Nebraska State Fair from outlawpulling.tv here. This is, it's like 40 bucks a month, you guys. You have access to all of this. It's the best deal out there. So outlawpulling.tv, good stuff. Uh, here, let's go to Nebraska State Fair. Put, put this up here on the screen for you. I'll, just, I'll let this play for 10 or 15 minutes. Then I'll shut her down. This would have been Sunday in Grand Island. <laughs> Nebraska State Fairgrounds. Yep, I did. Okay, I didn't know they had light pros there. We, we owe a lot to these folks, and Mark, are you ready to go? Diesel, diesel tractor. And I know how this world exhibition always going to do the loop. Yeah, yeah, that's like. <laughs>
Turbot calls it jet lag. Those T-53s I got to put down about 1,800 with the water, right? Yeah, you about can what get them there. Uh, stock around 1,490. You can safely say 1,500. Don't take much to jack them up with uh, a little methanol and a little water. 298.27. I've and actually driven that tractor before. You must water it because you didn't hear it pop. Yeah. When yeah, that happens, he's got the water a little heavy. He explained that pop to me one time. He said it's basically kind of like a, uh, uh, on a turbocharged uh, motor, what do you call it, the uh, wastegate. Yeah. It's basically, just yeah, and relieving that extra pressure to keep from damaging yeah. a turbine wheel. When they take off, there's a band on it, and once they go under power, when you hear that whistle, that band closes and shuts all the air off that externally it's escaping and then it goes through the power wheels yeah, i drove that tractor four years ago at pierce nebraska and he told me he said if it feels good go ahead and hit that button on the throttle that's the water injection it was kind of like hitting the nitrous it was, you could actually feel it boost the power a little bit right now troublemaker 331 twister 314 and patriot wagon just making a pass at 303 right now. Sets number three in my pro stock 4x4 four four division here this afternoon at the Nebraska State Fair. I got Tater Wagon coming up. And I think he's he's been doing well for 22 also. Boys just made a weekend out of it. Did, did uh, Colorado and decided, hey, let's drop by Grand Island on the way home. I recognize this tractor. I built that chassis. You built that chassis right yeah. there. Years and years ago. Yeah, Fred, how long ago was that? <laughs> 1999. Okay, it wasn't that long ago then. <laughs> no, we chopped that up. Okay, here we go. Painter Wagon. Dave Walmart. That's got a couple of jets on it now. He's gonna, he gonna land. <laughs> Three one four point five eight for the Tater Wagon, Dave Walters. We got Truen Henderson and Turbulence, another T fifty three helicopter turbine. He's a young gun, third generation puller out of the Lucetto family, out of Bridgeport, Nebraska. Calls it turbulence. Now, this is also running an L13.
The ones here that I'm looking at look like they're headed home from Colorado, Ron. 9,200-pound super farm. We've got 11 of these tractors. We're going to start off with Steve Cavan out of Ithaca, Nebraska. Pride of the farm international. 9,200-pound super farm. Sponsored by Hart's Diesel. All right, good night, everybody. Thanks for watching Outlawed. Every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, Jason Schultz, Ron Stone, Josh joins us when he can. We talk about upcoming polls. We, talk, we review last week. Um, Colorado was awesome. You guys put Windsor, Colorado on the bucket list. Get out there early um, and stay an extra day. It's beautiful to see the Rocky Mountains. We're just flatlanders out here in the Midwest. So I'm going to end this broadcast. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for watching.